Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented by Royance & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company, nine-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, seven-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, three-time winner of the Best of Home Stars, and three-time winner of the Top Choice Award. But voting is going on now for the Top Choice Award, so... Okay. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. We thank you for listening every day. Uh, we hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But don't forget, we want you to be part of the show, so send your questions in to peter.inch at serviceexperts.com and listen next Saturday uh, between 9 and 10, and you will hear the answer to your question. How's Mr. Gilbert? I'm good. I it's, it's um, you know, winter decided to come upon us, so we had some snow for Christmas. That was kind of kind. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's cold. We're busy, and uh, lots going on. Yeah, it's uh, the calendars are filling up. Service and maintenance, we're pretty well caught up on that, so we can get out there either same day or next day, pretty well. Um, we lost a person. We only got 871 likes this week, so somebody went what, away. What did you say to offend somebody? <laughs> like, what's going on? I don't know, but you offended somebody. We're going to have to. We're going to have to find that out at some point. What's going on? Because we got to get that number going the other way. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing or what you're saying, but we need to we need to figure that out. Maybe it's a radio show. Could be. <laughs> yeah, could be. Any chance? Yeah. Um, now, what do you think our songs are about this week? Uh, Let it snow. Uh, Christmas, you know, it's hard to say. You know, you surprise me all the time. Yeah. It is Christmas. Little first three are little old Christmas songs. You know, of kind course of, they are. Uh, but the last one's uh, medium. Not oh. new, not old, but really? yeah, in between. Kind of like us, medium. Okay. You know, our age. But uh, I thought, thought they're all pretty good. And the last one is your favorite. Which is... What's your favorite Christmas song? It depends which one you pick. It's Little Drummer Boy. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you picked the right one. No, that's the song. So that's your favorite uh, song. You picked some brutal, yes. So Bob Seger. So brutal. I've never, I don't know if I've heard that one. Anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll wait to let you know what I think about it. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a good, that's the ending song. So good. We'll hear yeah. that going out. Perfect. Um, we had some questions come in, so we'll get right to those questions. Uh, so oh, what? But before that, I just how'd you do curling this week? <laughs> why, why'd you why'd you have to bring? I was in a good mood until you brought curling. Well, because we have to talk about curling. I mean, I'm ecstatic, you know. Yeah. Well, why don't you say how you did first? Well, we had a really nice game. It ended in it ended in four ends. It was good. Yeah. So, especially when you're on the late draw, it's nice to get done early. Well, we ended in six ends. Oh, did you? But did not have a nice game. Oh, I'm sorry. We ended early, and we were able to go up and enjoy a Coke. So a really, beverage. really, what you're telling me is that there's really never going to be uh, a contest <laughs> between your team and our team, is what you're saying. I, I don't know. If we win out, if oh. we win out the rest of the, of the uh, round, okay. there's a chance. Okay. We could fit in the second place spot. Sure? Yep. Okay. But we have to win out. If we lose one more game, then no. All right. 
we'll have to we'll have to do what do they call those? Uh, we'll have to have a Very special. Cool. No, we'll have to like a book a Saturday and have both teams come and you know. Right. Maybe yeah. we'll do a mixed doubles at that point. Oh, and two on two. You two can on use two. The stick though. Yes, I can. <laughs> okay. But we'll have to see. But yes, it wasn't a very fun. Now you, now you can ask questions. Okay. Yeah, glad you brought that up, Steve. <laughs> so a question came in and says, what happens if I have an infraction on my furnace? Can Enbridge shut my gas off during the winter months? So it depends what infraction you have, as we've, we've spoken to before on many uh, occasions. There's two types of infractions. There's an A infraction, which is an immediate hazard, and the technician's going to turn the gas off to that appliance, and then it has to be dealt with right away. If you don't deal with it and you turn that thing back on and it's an immediate hazard, um, really you're taking your life into your own hands, number one. And yes, doesn't matter in the middle of winter, Enbridge will come and turn your gas off because that's the only recourse that they have to, to stop you from doing something which could threaten your life. The other is a B tag, which means uh, the appliance is not necessarily, it's, 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 it's not hazardous to your health at this moment, but there's a problem with it and you've got 42 days to fix it. If you don't repair it in 42 days, because uh, we send all that information off to Enbridge, Enbridge has the right to turn your gas off to make you comply to the infraction order. So it's really, yes, they can do it in the middle of winter. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, they don't, you don't even have, you need to be home because your gas meter's on the outside. They just take a wrench, they turn it off, they put a lock mechanism on it, and you are done. And I think what people are thinking about, for unpayment of bills, sometimes they can't shut your gas off in right. the winter because you haven't paid your bill. But when we infract your furnace, this is safety. Yes. It's life-threatening. And that then is allowed to shut the gas off yes. because if they don't, there could be problems. You yes. get carbon monoxide, an explosion, or whatever. Something's going on, yes. So we want – so an infraction is different from not payment of bill. That's right. During the winter months. Right. So that's a good question. Yeah. Good. Thanks. That's yours? No, that wasn't mine. That's why it was a good question, because it wasn't one of mine. Uh, question in it is, when the winter months uh, now are upon us, what should my humidity, says humidifier, but I really should be humidity percentage be set at, and should it run all the time? So another good question, as, as the weather changes, because what happens immediately when we go from a temperate climate down to a cold climate. First thing that's going to happen is your windows are probably going to condense, number one. So you're going to be wiping those down. But then once the house kind of establishes itself, uh, you're going to find that as the cold weather stays, your humidity level is going to drop. So every house is different. Every Everybody's different. People like different humidity levels in their home. So um, it's really... If you can keep your house between the 35 and 45 percent is our recommendation, that's great. Uh, anywhere in there is is good. Uh, some people will like it more damp. Some people like it a little drier. Just depends what your comfort level is. Uh, but and your humidifier, if it's an automatic style, it will run as much as it needs to 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 do whatever you have set on that humidifier. So 
If you've got it set to the higher level at 45%, I'm sure that a humidifier will be running a lot because as the weather gets cold, it's very difficult to keep that much moisture in your home. Well, and, and your house has to adjust. So we had a little cold weather wind, you know, it kind of went from what I'll call around zero to maybe minus five, but with the wind chill, it was minus 10. And everybody in the office started putting sweaters and coats on and, you know, it's cold and nice. So I said, stop. The thermostat hasn't changed. It's still 22 that it had always. It's just, it takes a while for the building to adjust to that. The next day, what do you think they complained? It's too hot. Too hot. Because now the building has adjusted and got caught up and carpet and parts and everything are all warm. And now it's too hot and nobody has touched the thermostat. And it's just that change. Are you sure they haven't touched the thermostat? <laughs> well, maybe I should go look. <laughs> but, you know, a house is the same way with it humidity. It, it's got to takes a couple of days to get that adjustment and find it isn't turn it and it's automatically there in an hour. Yeah, so I had a call from, you know, Jamie Weiser. I called me yesterday because he said, you know, I've, I've got, uh, there's, there's, all of a sudden I got a lot of moisture in the house. And, and I said, well, it's just your house changing because the weather's gotten colder. But you know what? You can go downstairs, you can adjust that dial and even as far a little bit. But it's not immediate. So you're going to have to leave it three or four days just to see, because the house is going to change and it's going to react to that. It's, humidity is not an immediate change. Uh, it's, it's a gradual thing. So keep in mind that uh, we've gone from a temperate climate and all the wood in your house has got the same amount of moisture as the air does, and now you're going to, it gets cold, it starts to dry down. Uh, it's starting to extract moisture from all those things. So you just, it's, it's the balance that you're trying to find, and once your house gets level again, uh, you'll be fine. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after these short messages. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows Well, welcome back. That was a little Nat King Cole. Guess the song, Steve? The Christmas song. Don't know it. Well, you will. When it plays, you'll go on, yeah. You know, I know that song. Okay. Believe me, it's, it's a good song. And coming up at the 9.30 break, Silver Bells. Oh, you like that one. Bing Crosby and Rosemary Clooney. That's one of your favorites. Yeah. Well, the third song is my favorite. Oh, which one's that? White Christmas oh, yeah. by Bing. Yeah, exactly. That's all oh, my goodness. Because this is our last show before Christmas. Are we not on next week? We're not on next week. You know, so it's it's... The 26th, it's Boxing Day. You know, people, you know, we got to get out and go shopping, Steve. People don't want to listen to us on Boxing Day? They might want to listen to us <laughs> if they're standing in line to get into that store. It really depends what status we're at, right? Because, yeah. um, obviously, we're red. 
thoughts going to gray. Just so, just it's um, just be smart out there, people. Just yeah, yeah. be smart. Wear your mask. People that want to buy our mask. Did you hear that? I heard that. People yeah. want to buy our mask. Yeah. So we might have to start a mask company here, Steve. There's a possibility. You know, I didn't realize why Roy Inch and Sons masks were so popular. So um, food drive. How do we do? Hey, food drive. So we will be dropping it off to the St. Thomas and Elgin Food Bank, or sometimes known the Caring Cupboard. Yes. And then the London Food Bank. Yeah. We did, at Roy Inch, 1,400 pounds. Wow. So just short of two tons. Okay. Or one ton, because we are a partner with Minuteman Press yeah. and Chris Harvey. Yes. So he's raising two but I think Chris has got us covered. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, he sent a video of his warehouse, and originally he was bringing all the food to us, and then we were going to put it in the trucks and take it. He said, maybe you should drive over here. <laughs> and Chris took a video of all the food, and I emailed back said, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll come over there. So I'm bringing my weigh scale, and we're going to weigh his food, but I think we're well over 4,000 pounds. Awesome. So, yep. That's tremendous. Yep. No, that is. That was our first first time trying it, and, you know, I even donated to the, the London Business Food Drive that's going on. Yes. The mayor reached out to me, and I said, you know, we have our own food drive, but I'll give you something so that he doesn't have to sing. He's going to sing, or he's already sung on Friday night from the balcony of City Hall. Really? Yeah. So oh, I sent money that, to say don't sing. Is that Tate? But, well, I don't know. Probably <laughs> and it will be somewhere. I say that because I just want to give a shout-out to one of our listeners um, and a customer. And uh, and I just, I just want to say thank you to Betty Ann um, because she... Uh, we we taken her. She was an oil customer in the city of London, and was for years been hesitant going to gas. But she finally made the switch over to uh, natural gas. So um, we did some work for her. We changed her furnace over. So she's enjoying the comforts of natural gas, which is certainly different than oil, as we know. Yeah. So she's probably running the house a little bit warmer than uh, just just for that temperature feeling, but. I just, I'll read you what she sent me. She said, Steve, thank you for your patience and empathy as I move from oil to gas heat. Sharing your knowledge is a gift. Stay safe, Betty Ann Miller. And so she made a donation to our London uh, food drive. And so I was very, very, yeah, yeah you can read it. Yeah, I was going to say, because that one line, I just want to make sure that's exactly how she wrote it. Exactly oh, how she wrote it. Sharing your knowledge is a gift. Okay, yeah, she did write that. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh. Well, I thought she might have, you know, that might have been misphrased by you. So thank you, Betty Ann, very much, not only for um, becoming uh, one of our customers, but also just for your generosity in your donation to the London Food Drive. So right. thank you very much for that. We thank their, you know, we thank there's uh, a lot of our listeners have dropped off either food or money, and we appreciate that very much. Yes. And that is in their hands, and uh, everybody will be enjoying that hopefully over the next few weeks or months yes. as the food bank uh, gets it sorted out, handed out to everybody. Yes. Yeah, it'll go quickly, I'm sure. Yep, yeah, it's a tough year. I mean, we've had a tough year here, and, you know, I've apologized on the radio show for our customer service this year because 
we had to shut down there for three months and it really backlogged us that we've now got it cleared and I'm looking forward to 2021 that we get back to our normal service and look after everybody and right. things will be in a better place. And I have a 28-pound turkey that if we can't have family over, that Tundra and I are going to be eating turkey for a long time. 28 pounds. Yeah. You have 10 pounds of potatoes. You know, we have some niblets, corn. Yep. Six yeah. boxes of stovetop stuffing. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yep. So you got all these people coming to you, so, or maybe not. Or maybe not. That's what I mean. And two, two, two can or two cans of gravy, turkey gravy. Turkey gravy. And I may be sitting there with the dog at one end of the table, me at the other, and I'll just slide the plate down to the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Say, there you go, Thunder. Enjoy it. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, just, we just, it's, it's just a different time this year, so we just really need to be thankful um, that you know that you're that you're safe and you're healthy, and it's important to try and stay that way. And I I heard a lady whose father had passed away from COVID say, "Stay apart this year so that you can have many years together." Yes. And I thought, you know, there's somebody saying how it is that you have one year apart. So you can have five, six, seven, eight years together after that. So, so please keep that in mind. We want everybody to stay safe. So another question that came in says, when you do a duct cleaning, does it include cleaning the dryer vent? So um, it does not. Dryer vents are kind of a tricky thing. We can't clean a dryer vent if it's got that flexible plastic hose. Um, and so... We're not going to include a dryer vent until we, number one, we look at it, uh, see the accessibility of it, number one, and then uh, check to see if we could do it properly, because we can do it properly, we're not going to do it, but if it's that plastic tubing, uh, there's just no way we can do it because we'll destroy it, and then you won't be venting anything. Um, even even some of the flexible aluminum, we have to be carried, careful because we could puncture that as well. So uh, dryer vents are a tricky thing. It's not as... The metal used is not as robust as the metal that your heat travels through, so um, it, it poses a bit of a problem. And, and the hoods, you know, a lot of times you're doing this from outside. So you're sending what we'll call our skipper ball or, or our octopush down from the vent outside down the pipe and blowing all the stuff back outside. So two things. The hood's been there for 10 years. It's fragile, sun-dried, and it usually can end up cracking and breaking. So now you're into the expense of doing a hood. The other thing is there's dust and fluff everywhere outside because there's no way for us to contain and catch that. You're a lot better to take all that venting apart inside, take it outside, wash it out with a hose or, or clean it out somewhere there, and then hook it all back together. That's the challenge. But the biggest place where all the dirt and debris is is in the dryer. Right. You really need to have a maintenance done on the dryer to clean that out and the the venting as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's just doing the venting, the dryer's still full of lint. And if you haven't taken care and cleaned that out, change that lint from an appliance technician 
make sure you pull the lint filter out every time and make sure it's sitting in properly every time, not up, so that all the lint can go by and get caught up into the dryer. Great advice, Mr. Appliance Technical. Yeah, still got it after, what, 41 years? 41 wonderful years. <laughs> um, other companies have told me that their duct cleaning also includes a furnace maintenance. Does yours include that? Well, that's interesting. Um, I guess I guess if you've got the afternoon, because it, the duct cleaning takes quite a bit of time, and really, are they, can you do a proper maintenance? So we have maintenance technicians that specialize in doing furnace maintenance, and we have a duct cleaner that specializes in duct cleaning. So um, he doesn't do a double duty. If he saw something at the furnace that he was concerned about, he can simply just call in our office and talk to you and just say, you know, it wouldn't hurt that you had a maintenance done. I see that your furnace probably could use one, in which case he could call the office on your behalf and get one scheduled for you. But, no, he's just... He's a professional uh, duct cleaner, and that's his job function. And then we would send one of our maintenance technicians to clean the furnace. Right, and a maintenance should take anywhere on a furnace from an hour to an hour and a half. A duct cleaning is probably anywhere from two to three hours. So if people are doing duct cleaning and a furnace maintenance and they're gone in 90 minutes, they didn't do it. They either didn't do your duct cleaning well or they didn't do a furnace maintenance. And a lot of time, duct cleaning companies consider a furnace maintenance of them blowing the blower section out of dirt. That's not a maintenance. No. That, that is just blowing the blower section out of dirt. It doesn't check for CO, doesn't check for your gas pressure, doesn't check the electrical, doesn't check the igniter, doesn't check right. anything like that. And we do that when we do duct cleaning just in case any dirt or debris got down in that area that we suck it up and make sure. So. Duct cleaning is doing furnace maintenance. First thing, make sure they're licensed. They've got a G2 gas license, and they're licensed to do it. And number two, make sure that they do it, the whole thing, not just the blower section, and they never look at the gas section whatsoever. So um, we can do a duct cleaning and a furnace maintenance, and we'll book the duct cleaning, let's say, for the morning, and book the furnace maintenance for the afternoon, so if there's any dirt or debris that happened to get into the furnace, the uh, maintenance will pick that up and clean it all up. So be very careful with that. And I don't know about you, but I've kept my landline. And I, lately I was waiting for an important call, so I call forwarded it to my cell phone. And I've never taken that off. Guess what the only call I get on that phone, yes. Telemarketing for duct cleaning. That's right. Air duct cleaning service? And I'm like, really? <laughs> so I'm starting to think, maybe I don't need that landline if this is the only call that's ever coming in right. from that. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, if I wasn't at work, I would probably keep them on the phone for a couple hours so they couldn't call anybody else. But because I'm at work, I usually just hang up and move on at that point. You don't ask, you don't tell them you don't have any ducks? No, I usually, well, I did that once. I said, do you clean mallards? And they went, mallards? I said, yeah, mallard ducks. Do you clean that? Oh, yes, we do. I said, great. Canadian geese? Do you clean that? And then he hung up. So. <laughs> but, yeah, it's not, do not book anything from that. When you're telemarketing, just stay right away from that. It's not, that's not good. They don't do a good job. 
they've been all over W5 and uh, things like that, showing what they're doing, and we don't don't want that uh, anybody to get taken by that. Yes. So we so remember, Steve, Silver Bells, Ming Crosby, Rosemary Clooney, Silver Bells. You know, just picture that in your head. Damn, trying to. You know, and then a little White Christmas after. I listened to Elvis's White Christmas. Oh, did you? Just could can't beat Bing. Hey. Cannot beat Bing Crosby. Good no. So we're gonna take a quick break, but we'll be right back after these short messages. It's Christmas time in the city. Ring a ling. Ring a ling. Hear them ring. Soon it will be Christmas Day City sidewalks, busy sidewalks Dressed in holiday style In the air there's a feeling of Christmas Children laughing, people passing Meeting smiles a smile and on every street corner you hear welcome back to those silver bells steve Clark. let's hear let's hear those uh you know what are you a tenor tenor tones or what were you when you were in the choir <laughs> you remember way back and that's when my voice hadn't changed yet so <laughs> I, I, I choir. I, I was a first soprano at one point in time, and then yes, then 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 uh, probably a tenor or baritone type voice. Yeah, in someplace. I got asked to leave the choir. Did you? Yeah. Why is that? Because I would show up for practice, but on Sunday I was never there because <laughs> we were camping. You know, we were camping for the weekend. So how could I be at church and camping? So you're a great practicer, just never got to perform. Yeah. So they said maybe you should just you know stay away. Well, that's unfortunate. Now, the office kind of outdid me on the food drive, you know. Outdid you? They crushed you. Well, I had 600 pounds. I'm taken home. We had a, a um, whoever brought in the most, we were going to bring in a food truck to feed that group. So I was going to have a food truck to myself. That's not the way it turned out. Then. And then they had 650. Two pounds. Who did? The office. And sales. And so, and sales, yes, we should put sales in there. <laughs> so I said, You did not. I'll get my checkbook and write a check so to the food bank so that I would have more than 602. You can't do that after the fact. That's, that's cheating. Well, you know what the office did? They, they, did. they got a bag of food and brought it in the next morning so that they would be more than me. <laughs> so they did win. The sales team and the office team did win the food bank drive, even with me trying to put a little extra in. <laughs> I didn't cheat. I didn't put extra in. Boy. So, so we'll have a food truck here for you to feed you guys at some point. Well, here's a question that I'm sure all of our listeners are wondering right at this point in time. Are they? How I couldn't win? If you were capable of trying something like that, how is it that you're not winning curling games either? Because if you'll go to those extremes, 
just to win a food thing, what would what you wouldn't do for curling? Because everybody knows what an avid curling supporter you are. So how is it that you're not winning at curling? Because I, I suppose that you would be doing some sort of psychological things against your opposition, whatever it takes to win. We're just that bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am not playing my normal game. Oh, I am struggling, to be honest. So I'm not helping Dan too much. Okay. And I'm struggling a little bit. I'm, I'm making the hit, but I'm rolling out. You know, I'm not staying. And then when I decide to bring their weight down, then I overcurl and miss it all. So we're just, just, I'm just struggling a little bit, Steve. You know, maybe you'd have a little sympathy for me here. You know, I'm having a tough time at the curling rink. Wow. You know, could be because I only get to sweep every other rock. So I have a lot of free time to stand around and daydream and look at what's going on in other sheets. Matter of fact, I miss my sweeping <laughs> because I was looking on what was going on in another sheet. And so the guy, so you're really not engaged in the game then. Well, that could be because if you're out looking at other people play and not paying attention to your own sheet, as you know, my dad, my, one of my dad's uh, most intense players was Al Zickling, as you remember. And I would have. Got a broom over the head a couple Zicky, of times. Zicky would have taken you and sat you down and given you a little talking to if if you were not paying attention to what was going on on the ice. But, there, you know. but there's some great shots over on the other sheet. And if Jim Wade is listening to us, he will verify exactly <laughs> what I'm saying to you right now. That yeah, Zickman wouldn't put up with that at all. You either be you either paying attention or just go upstairs and sit down and watch the game from the lounge. Then you can watch everybody's game. That's the tell you. Well, we've got this couple of teams that have come down to our level who are really screaming a lot. (laughs) Is it distracting? It is distracting. And then you look over and you say, well, I wasn't even close. Why were you even screaming? You know, because they're not even close. So it gets distracting. You know, I'm used to that quiet. All right. You know, down at our level, there's not a lot of screaming. It's like, hurry, whoa, missed it already. You know, yeah. Yeah. Good, good try. You know, we do all that kind of stuff. Not competitive to the gills. Yeah. You know, our biggest decision, are we down far enough now that we can go up? <laughs> <laughs> so we look down at Dan. Do you want to shake hands or don't you want to shake hands? Do you want to play one more end or what? You know, that's poor, our biggest poor decision. Dan. Yes, it is poor Dan. Dan's got no support from his teammates. Well, at some point, we're just going, we're not having fun out here. Like, let's, let's get up it's, it's It's not always about winning. Yes, it is. But it's not always, <laughs> it's not always about winning. But you have fun just enjoying the people you're hanging out with? Well, we do. That's why let's go upstairs and sit around the table with four of us, because now you can't sit with eight. So we right. only have four. And then we have plexiglass or plastic between us. Right. So. Okay. Just curious. Yeah. Anyways, no, what I mean, yeah, thanks, Steve. But just bring up those negative memories of Tuesday I'm night curling. I'm just trying to help you win. That's all. Yeah. Well, if, if I would focus. And I'm not allowed to come and watch, so I can't critique and make you know make some suggestions for you. So because I, I'm not. You'd hold up a sign instead of ten and say one or negative five or that's what you would do. Right. I'd give you some sort of scoring session. Yeah. Uh, that was awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's, I was having trouble, not this week, but the following week before I was having trouble standing up. I was slipping and falling. Oh, and, you, know, you find it slippery? But... No, just I think my knee was tired. No. I was just having a hard time. But Now, we got some specials going on out there for people. If they happen to need us over the 
the uh, holiday season, um, we got $50 off a whole home air purification system. But that expires on January 31st. So jump on that. Get an energy-saving water heater from as low as? Energy-saving water heater as low as, I don't know, uh, I don't know. 1874, Steve. Something like that. As low as, I got to say that again, as low as. And then uh, then they travel up from there, yeah. Yep, no money down, no additional charges for repairs, includes 24-7 service, and so much more. You get Steve Gilbert to come out. And we get $50 off any repair, plus ask how you can save another additional 15% and never pay a trip charge again. Uh, we also, you can upgrade a worry-free comfort for as low as $149, and you even tell me it can be lower than that. It can be lower than that, yeah. Uh, and again, no money down, installation included of your furnace and air, all further repairs, maintenance, everything's included. And we honor our military by having our Military savings, whether you're a veteran or in the military um, personnel now, please make sure you mention that to our guys and they can look after you. Absolutely. So you are a new home owner, a little investment property. Yep. Uh, so uh, my daughter was looking for um, a place to rent since she's back from the West. So um, it was her suggestion. Actually, she she made a suggestion. She said, "Dad, wouldn't it be great if, if you if you could purchase something that I could rent from you?" And I went, "Of course, you would say that because that means that you're going to try and make me pay the, the the rent." So we had a few conversations, and I entertained the thought a little bit and thought, "Well, I'll look and just see what that entails." And um, yeah, I was very fortunate to to get a um, to get a, a kind of a fixer-upper opportunity in St. Thomas. So um, she is now just moved in. I got possession of the house on Tuesday, and she was moving in the past couple of days. So, um, so I'm not going to be able to work as much. Uh, what? <laughs> whoa, whoa, hold on. That wasn't part of the deal. Anyway, so no, it's just I, I've got some. So I'm going to be spending some time uh, doing some painting and some minor repairs and maybe installing some new product. So that's what holidays are for. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll maybe taking some holidays so I can do some of that. But yeah, so she's she's really excited, and um, yeah, it's we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. Well, that's good. And, and not too far from our old store. Too bad we just still didn't have that right, store open. Right, to work, right? Yeah. Perfect, yeah. You were like, what, a block and a half? Yeah, yeah, it's at the west, northwest of St. Thomas. So that's, uh, you know, now it's all apartments. The whole yeah. store. I said, one day I'd like to just go in and look at how they did yeah, all that. Get that? Yeah. yeah. And I, that was, it was, we always thought the upper floors could be made into nice apartments. And there wasn't there a Masonic uh, hall up there? Oh, yeah, the time? third floor was a Masonic hall. So that's all been converted as well? Yeah. And uh, so I think what they did was make them two-level apartments. Oh, I see. Okay. And then the bottom, they took all the storefronts and made those into apartments as well. Wow. So it's it's good. It's nice to see the, the, the main news, street. Right? Yeah, the main street getting uh, filled again and yes. enjoyed. And yes. I have my own thoughts. 
on how St. Thomas could improve that. I'm sure you do. But, but as as the mayor reached out to you at all? No, I haven't. I haven't had that one-on-one with him. He's, okay. he's busy with COVID, so yeah. we'll wait till that's done, and then we'll sit down and yeah. talk about how to bring curling events to St. Right. Thomas, and then what to do to get the main street back to fully functional and everything going on. It's, it's come a long way. The, the city is um, so it's it's. It's got some new vibrancy in it, so if that's even a word, but um, I'm, I'm saying it is for now, it's uncorrected, but um, yes. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after these short messages. that movie? No. I, I do. That's my Christmas movie. Christmas Eve, put White Christmas on, watch that. Then I put Jack Frost on and watch that one. Jack Frost? Yeah. You've never seen that? Isn't that the one with the talking snowman? Yes, <laughs> the talking snowman. It's a great show. Okay. It's a little sad at the start. you got to kind of get through that. But uh, I maybe, maybe, you know, maybe I'll put that on one of my Christmas movie list, uh, things to watch. But, you know, my favorite is Home Alone. I'm a true Home Alone fan. And uh, Number one or number two? Number one. Or is it three, the four, original. five? No, just the original. I absolutely can watch that movie and just laugh. laugh. It kind of reminds me of the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner show. <laughs> just, the, beep, beep. <laughs> just, just, just the stuff that goes on. And uh, I just, you know, if you were to put a camera on me when I'm watching that, you, it, I just I just break out into laughter at times. That and... I also like I like Buddy the Elf. Like Buddy Elf. Yeah, really? I can't I can't watch that. I watch like ten minutes of it and I gotta go, okay. Uh, this is you know, this is not could never be reality here. What are you talking about? It's great. Especially when he tries to give the raccoon a hug. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> howl. Yeah. Or he's picking the picking the bubble gum off the yeah, off the, the railing yeah. on the subway. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Just because I can see people doing that. Just yeah. saying. So anyway, yes, it's kind of funny. Okay. Well, I still think you should be watching Jack Frost. Yeah, I'll I'll see. In, in, I will. I'll admit if I watch Jack Frost, and that's, I'll tell you what I think about it. All right. Well, we'll have that in the new year. You know, we'll have have your report whether you become uh, what's that a movie critic. You know, watch it and give it a five star or two point two star. Sure. Yes, or whatever. Yeah, all good. Now, we had a question come in, and it was an interesting one. It says, I, I've i made my duplex into two apartments. Okay. And I removed a bunch of return air ductwork when I was doing it. Oops. Now, I'm finding the upper floors are cold, cold enough that when I wake up in the morning, I don't want to get out of bed because it's so cold. Thermostat is located in the lower apartment. What can I do to fix that? <laughs> Put the returns back. Um, 
so um, it's it's a tricky thing. Like that house was designed specifically to have that ductwork installed in order not only to appease the city engineers on on ductwork design, but also and that's done just for overall comfort. So it's not random that they put cold air and hot air um, ducts into your home. Um, just someone asked me, so how do I know? How do I know what if I if I want to put a return air in a room? And I said, well, only put return airs in the rooms that you want to be comfortable in. So that's really it, um, except for obviously kitchens and bathrooms, and that's just because of odors. So we don't want that traveling throughout the house if you're cooking with garlic or fish or something. So it's just important that um, you know, in a perfect world, you would have a you'd have uh, hot and cold you'd have a hot and cold supply or return in every single room and and then you wouldn't have to worry about it but because they've taken the return out it's causing some problems obviously so really the only way to make that home comfortable if you can't put the returns back in is you're going to leave the doors open and you're going to run your furnace fan all the time and then it will have a chance of being somewhat right but it'll never be perfect Right, and even you know there was a talk about moving the thermostats to the upper floor. Well, then you'll just overheat or overcool the main floor, and then they start shutting registers down or opening windows. What's that do when they? Well, then it, it just if you it just depends what you're running. If you're running heat, it's not so bad unless the furnace isn't sized properly. Then you could it could start running on limit, which is never a good thing. Really, what what happens with that is the furnace is overheating. It can't get rid of the heat that it's creating because you've closed too many registers down. So the high limit switch says, this thing is too hot. I need to turn off. So if your furnace is operating on limit, it's a really bad thing. Um, it shouldn't, you shouldn't be running your product on safeties. And likewise for the air conditioner, if you can't get rid of, if you can't get rid of that cold air, your air conditioner coil, the thing that the uh, sponge downstairs above the furnace is just going to turn into a block of ice and it's not going to work. So, uh, ductwork is designed a specific way to heat and cool your house. You shouldn't mess with it. If you're doing a renovation, call us. We'll come out and give you some advice on what you should be doing. Now, you mentioned when you were talking about garlic. Yeah. Have you got my Christmas present yet? I. Because you wrecked my popcorn bowl with you want, garlic. Do you want a popcorn, new popcorn bowl? Well, because I invented garlic popcorn. You want a new popcorn bowl? Because you put garlic in my popcorn bowl, and then I put popcorn in, and next thing I know, I'm eating garlic popcorn. You know what? I will get you a new popcorn bowl for Christmas. How, how big does it need to be? What, 10 quarts, 20 quarts, <laughs> yeah. 50 quarts? What, what's that, five-gallon pail? <laughs> <laughs> you know. But hey. I love popcorn. That's, that's easy. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I'll get you. A, I'll get you a popcorn container. Yeah, no problem. That was. I'll never forget that. But I you know I could have invented. Didn't know garlic popcorn would be a thing. Now you see it. You know, everywhere. I should have. Yeah, I could have done that years ago. The vampires away too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now you, um, the shop, were closed on the twenty fifth, twenty sixth. We get a couple of days off. We do. 
Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why I have to give two days. I thought one would be fine. I'm sure, I'm sure you did. <laughs> but uh, the uh, we have emergency service. But again, you know, please check your filters. Make sure your batteries, if you have them in thermostats, have been changed. Make sure all that easy stuff is done so that you know these guys can in, in uh, and ladies can enjoy their holidays. Maybe have. Christmas dinner with the family instead yeah. of being out doing a service call. Right. So we have them there if they're needed, but we really hope this time of year they don't get called out. That's correct. Yes. And and I think you're the one on call, aren't you? Uh, somebody told me that. I can't yeah. be. I, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm sure they'll tell me. <laughs> Do you want, want me to tell you, Steve? Do you want me to look that up? Uh, no, I'll, I'll be fine. But uh, no, so I think, uh, but we'll be, we'll be busy. Uh, at that point, and and uh, you know we're back to work on the twenty um, seventh. We have a couple of techs who are work on Sundays, so they'll be back to work, and then we we're open again on the twenty eighth, and we go right through to the thirtieth, and then shut down for um, thirty one thirty and January first. We're short or short staff those days, and then back up after that. So. Please uh, remember us if you need your heating and air and uh, repaired or serviced or plumbing. Unfortunately, we don't have on-call plumbing at this moment. Uh, so if you got a plug drain at Christmas, I can't help you with that. You'd have to wait till the Monday, the 28th, I think it is, where, yes. where we could help you at that point. So what, uh, and we still, uh, we got one more game of curling. 20 right. seconds open, they're yeah. going to play. Yeah, they're going to play one more, which is great. I mean, it's great. I, I'm happy. Yeah, you're happy. Yeah. I got to go away sad again. Oh. <laughs> why, why? See, that's just negative. Negative Nelly. <laughs> well, <laughs> just think that you're going to win. Okay. I don't think that. As I walk all the way around and through the lounge to get down to the ice. I think I can. <laughs> yeah, I think I can. Yeah, I can be like a little locomotive. Yeah. Hey, just also just want to thank um, Murray and Tiffany, uh, our sales team, for picking up our award out last week. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Explain what award they, they accepted on our behalf. They accepted the Consumer's Choice Award for us again, which is awesome. So um, because of uh, being in a red zone, we, could, we couldn't send the entire sales team. So we gave, we gave, the, uh, we gave Consumer's Choice two new faces. We've joined our sales team, so Murray Stark and, and, and Tiffany. So, yeah, they they, were, they came out and... Now, an interesting thing. Have you seen the award? No, I haven't. Where, where did they put it? They, they, they've got it. They kept it. <laughs> I don't know, because I, as you said that, I went, where is the award? They never brought the award in to me. Oh, maybe they're just, maybe it's kind of like the uh, like the Stanley Cup. It's making its rounds. Yeah. Well, that's well, the good I'll make a note here. I'll have to find <laughs> out where that award went. But, yeah, they did. Uh, we originally had, what, six of us were yeah. going to be there. Yeah. And then they sent an email, sorry, you only can have two. And, yeah. And, uh, yes. Yeah. And then we uh, had a selection process, and uh, yeah. it's done. Yeah, selected, told. Yeah, is that a voluntold? Yeah, voluntold yeah. process. But no, so we were very happy that they did go down, and and that's what's made us the nine-time Consumers' Choice winner. Yeah. So, and now the voting's on for for the top choice awards. 
out there. Plus, there's a voting going on for community award. Uh, you can go to the Roy Inch Facebook page if you were a Facebook person um, that like the Roy Inch Facebook page. There's a link there where you can go on and, and vote for us, which we'd greatly appreciate. Absolutely. So I can say four-time winner of the right. Top Choice Award. So change it up a little bit. Be nice. Yes. Um, please help your neighbors out there in this time. If they're, you know, they need to shovel the driveway or help them out that way, please take some time. You know, it's not going to be a normal Christmas, so please check in with your family if you're not going to be together. Yeah. Please check in with, with um, you know, friends across the country that may just appreciate a phone call and see how you're doing and make sure things are good. And again, if you need help at the food bank, please go down and see them. Yeah. Um, everybody in this city is donating more than I think they normally did, which is a good thing because I think it's really going to be needed yeah. at this time of year. Yeah, it sure is. And you make sure you get all your painting and everything done on the 25th, 26th so that you're back to work. Okay. You know, everything's good. You know, if you need a help, uh, don't call me. <laughs> okay. I'm not a great painter. Not a painter? No, if you want me, you better cover the floors. You can give direction, though, right? I, oh, I'm good at that. Yes, yeah. yes, you are. You're very but, good at giving direction. But if I paint, I paint, cover the floor completely, trait, you know, uh, put masking tape around the trim, everything, oh my. plastic all over the window, and then, then I go, I can paint. Now, it only takes me like five minutes to paint I'm a room. I'm sure that's true. Because I can do it so quick, but then I'm usually, you know, an hour getting cleaned up because I got paint in my hair. And Yes. But, no, I can definitely help you with that. If okay. you need that, give me a call. I will, you know, I just make, I'll just see how it goes. Even if you need instruction. Yeah, instruction's good. Well, when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450. You can give us a call at Sarnia at 519-786-2373. Or you can always call us at 1-866-EXPERTS or online at RoyInch.com. You can listen to a podcast of this show by going to RoyInch.com, hitting the company tab, and then hitting the About Us tab, and you'll see the inch by inch button. We want to wish all of our listeners the very best of the holidays. Merry Christmas. We hope 2021 is a better year for all of us and that everyone uh, gets to see their families and friends in the next uh, coming year. Absolutely. But as we say at the shop, Life is hard, buy the yard, buy from inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.